Do you dream of having time and money freedom? Are you looking for ways to enjoy business and life harmony or just to improve your business and yourself? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with your host, Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn from experts in business, leadership, personal development, and mindset to help you create your ideal business lifestyle, whatever that means for you. And now, here's your host, Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. I'm on a mission to help you reclaim your freedom and create your ideal business lifestyle. As a business strategist and executive leadership coach, I help you get your business under control, grow yourself and your team so that your business works for you and your team, giving you more money, more time and less stress. And if you'd like to know more, I invite you to visit ShirleyDalton.com. In my role as radio and TV show host, I bring you additional experts to help you improve your business and your life. And today we're talking with founder of My Superlative, Grace Kim. Welcome, Grace. Hi, Shirley. Thanks for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here. Grace, I'm really excited today as well. And today is an excellent day to be talking about our topic. It's the start of a new year. And my feeling is that as you share your story and what you're doing now, you will indeed inspire many of our listeners to really take a look at their lives and assess whether how they are living today is bringing them happiness and joy. Grace, you and I met recently at a mastermind conference in Miami, USA, and I have to say I was so impressed with you and your mission. For a young woman, you certainly have it together, but as you'll share a bit later, it wasn't always that way. Growing up in a Korean family, you followed the traditional path of college and a corporate job. But it didn't take you long, though, less than two years to realise that working in a public accounting firm was not for you. You quickly learned that working for money only didn't align with who you are. And so you set about changing that, knowing that you couldn't wait for your happiness and sense of purpose. You couldn't depend on someone else to do it for you. And so you've spent the last nine years working towards your highest good, your own superlative So, Grace, let's start with that. What does that mean? What is my superlative? Well, um, in in grammar, my superlative means like the utmost and the highest. So um, for me, I felt like um, everyone has their own definition of what their highest is and everyone has it. Everyone has the ability to uh, fulfill it. And so when we say it's my superlative, it's to kind of say that each person has their own standard. It looks a different way for every single person, but the important thing is to kind of recognize and acknowledge that it does exist for every person. Okay. And so um, so we may not be familiar with the term my superlative because this is something that you've coined. This is your, your own uh, phrasing, if you like. But what you're saying is that each person has their own standard, their own highest, their own utmost. It does exist. And that if I understand, then you're on a mission to help people find that. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm definitely on a mission to help people um, just embrace that and within and to allow that to be expressed in their lives and their relationships and their careers, um, just in their like personal space. Yeah, whatever that looks like for them. Okay. So, Grace, how did it come about? You know, we mentioned in the introduction that you realized working in corporate life wasn't for you, and I can put my hand up. It didn't suit me either. (laughs) So, so, you know, we have that in common for sure. What happened to make you leave, or was it after you left? 
So for me, um, I kind of, you know, growing up in a pretty traditional and conservative family and society culture um, where like education was kind of the, the best thing going for us. And we're supposed to go to high school, graduate, go to college and then, you know, pursue a career in whatever field pays well, you know, and have some, some prestige. And I sort of kind of went down that track thinking that that was, you know, what would kind of give me the happiness and the fulfillment that I wanted, I wanted to feel. And it turned out that it wasn't exactly like that. Um, I graduated college and I worked at an accounting, public accounting firm for almost two years. And um, during that time, you know, I was getting paid, compensated pretty well, you know, for someone that just graduated college. And I realized that, wow, this is, um, this is not cutting it for me. I just could not agree with, you know, the work that I was doing. I didn't feel like it was truly meaningful to me and even those around me. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't agree too much with the environment either. And so like, it was at that point where I had to make a decision, like, what is it that I want? And um, I realized that, you know, it was during that time I really searched and I decided that I really want to help people understand their superlative. And, um, and there was a point in my past when I had experienced a period of depression and I felt that um, I just felt so empty and I felt so alone. And I, you know, I, I looked at, everywhere. I looked on the outside, I looked through friends and like parties and, you know, like drug, like drugs and like alcohol, just different things to like fill up my time, fill up my space, fill up, you know, um, my life. And I realized that these things weren't cutting it for me either, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I had to, and then some time ago, like nine years ago, I had this revelation where I realized that, you know, um, that everything that I want and everything that I really truly need is, is within me. and it, it was definitely a process. It wasn't just like one day I realized it and I was like, oh, that's what it is. But it definitely was a process of, um, of just discovering like what is, what is truly important to me, what is meaningful to me, and then deciding to go after it, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does, absolutely. And that takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of gut, um, courage as well, you, you know, because um, oftentimes people – can be feeling like you were feeling, you know, depressed and they may be looking at drugs and alcohol or partying. Um, for some people it's even sex. You know, there's all these different ways that we we seek to, to get that happiness. Um, and yet, you know, we'll be in a job that is not making us happy, but many of us will look at the compensation and go, well, you know, it pays the bills, it pays my mortgage, yeah. gives me my car. And so they don't have the guts or the courage to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And I, I was, it was months, you know, for me to really sit down and really consider and, you know, write out the pros and cons and, you know, decide for myself, like, you know, what, what is truly important. And, um, and I think at the end of the day, it was very clear to me that I, I think the bigger, you know, people, asked me like oh wasn't it wasn't it so scary wasn't it such a big risk for you to leave and you know right now I look at them and I feel like the bigger risk would have been to stay you know <laughs> to stay and like literally like a year or two five ten fifteen years down the line to look back and um think like what have I you know what have I done mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that that idea really lit a fire under my ass to be honest <laughs> <laughs> 
and, and you know, I can I can relate to that too. In um, when I was growing up, my parents said to me, "You've got to get a good job in the government, love, because they owned a taxi." And um, and, I, and I didn't want to go into that family business. <laughs> and, and so you know, get this good job in the government where you can work, you know, from nine till five, have your holidays, get good pay, and everything. Um, I lasted a little longer than you. I lasted seven years. <laughs> And, uh, and I tried going overseas and coming back and that didn't work and I tried moving cities and that didn't work, you know, all within the confines of the, the government job. Uh, and then in the end I had to leave because my, my mission was teaching and um, so I, I left this good government job to go to university and become a teacher and then I did six months in the school and thought, shit, that's not for me either. <laughs> I think your learning curve was pretty good, you know. <laughs> Seven years of success. <laughs> That's wow. That's a process itself, yeah. Yeah, and and I think what what I'm taking from our conversation though is there it's the it's the realization that you know if you're not happy that you don't have to stay there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you've you've left, and uh, as you say, the bigger risk for you would have been staying. And um, and I think that's a really important point. And, and particularly as we go into the new year, you know, a lot of people will be on uh, holidays now and then looking at uh, coming into 2018 and thinking, oh, wow, you know, have, have I got exciting things coming up or is it going to be more of the same? Mm-hmm. And so, so Grace, mm-hmm. our audience are business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders and managers, many of whom are into action and getting stuff done. And, in fact, on your website you mentioned that you too are into action. And yet you've learned to stop and not take action from time to time. Now, this can be a bit confusing for people. Can, so can you explain what you mean by that? Yeah. Um, I think I was kind of plagued with this um, invisible burden of like that I really need to like push forward and I really need to you know, check off all these things, all these line items on my to-do list and I need to put out content into the world to appear in a sense like successful or that I'm moving my business forward. And um, many times when I approached uh, my writing, when I approached my coaching or just any of my endeavors with that kind of mindset, I felt very stuck. And um, I, I think what I realized was I was trying to compensate um, my sense of like, oh my gosh, I'm not there yet with action, if that makes sense. Um, I would mm-hmm. feel like, well, my, my business isn't where I want it to be, where I think it should be. So then let me, let me do all these things. Let me put, up, put out all these actions to at least make myself feel better and show the world that, you know, like my business is, is doing okay. Um, and I realized um, perhaps that's not the best way, <laughs> best way because I found myself getting stuck very often. And so I sort of um, learned to um, slow down and in those moments of feeling so worked up and so worried and so fearful that I was going to fail or be rejected, um, I just kind of stopped and quieted myself. And I sometimes I would close my eyes, I would take a few deep breaths, you know, and um, just kind of drop back into myself, you know, and drop back into that place where it all started, mm-hmm. you know, um, that quiet place, yeah. And it's from there that I realized that I when when I can kind of feel that peace again and I can feel sort of grounded and centered, it's from there that I'm like, I'm, re- I'm reminded that, um, yeah, that I'm not just doing this alone, that I'm not just like floundering, you know, trying to find a way to make it work, that there is a way. And it's, and I feel like that um, it's, 
that way for each person is it comes through inspiration and that comes sometimes from a quiet place from a quiet place of like stillness yeah well um even the um neuroscience and that these days is showing us that you know the different wavelengths that we have within our our brain and and if we're in uh what we call the beta mode or beta uh wherever mm -hmm. you are however you pronounce it where you know it's that busy 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 um yeah. not only in action taking but also in our our mind and then what you're saying is that sometimes no that that's not the right way to go and what you were finding there is that you had this expectation that I've got to write this content I've got to put it out let me let me do it and in fact it was actually um, counterproductive for you and yeah, so yeah. Then what you found then was when you actually sat back and breathed and and were quiet the inspiration yeah. came and so you were actually more productive and and I think that's a really good point and I'd like to talk a little bit more about that. So I think it's a good time now. We'll, we'll just take a quick break and hear from some of our sponsors. Stay with us and we'll be right back. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand or your business? Just Todfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Yield Business Lifestyle. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton, and today we're talking with founder of My Superlative, Grace Kim. Now, you might be thinking, well, you know, what's that superlative? But Kim's, uh, sorry, Grace has already explained to us it's about being your best, you know, your highest, the ultimate. And uh, as we were talking before we went to the break, Grace, we were saying about how business owners can get into this, the busyness, the activity and think, oh, I've got to produce, I've got to produce. And it's almost frenetic action that we start taking. But what you found was that when you started uh, writing your blogs and you thought, oh, I've got to have this schedule and I've got to sit down and I've got to be taking the action, it was actually counterproductive for you. So I'd like to talk a little bit more about that because you know we really want to help our listeners to be able to be productive but not harried and not under pressure yeah 
I think um, it's in the it's in the trying to be productive that we get really stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's in the trying, just trying anything, you know, even trying to be creative, you know, um, trying to be personable, like all these things that actually puts a block on what what wants to flow, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I think for me, I realized that, yeah, the more I tried, the more I just couldn't move forward. Um, so that was when I realized, like, I need to just sit. And because if, if, if all this action isn't working for me, then I really need to like, like sit and listen to the quiet and be in my inner wisdom. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I really can resonate with that. Um, and I'm sure many of our listeners can resonate with that. And, you know, as you were, were talking, then I often take notes because I learn as much as what my listeners do through these interviews. And and I've got um, trying equals stuck. And I really like that because I can remember one time I put on my very first uh, leadership and communication program and I, mm-hmm. and I tried and I tried and I tried <laughs> so hard, you know. <laughs> I really wanted to make it the best ever, and it was it was a flop. It was it was right. you know a dismal failure. Um, right. Yeah, and so you know for you to be able to articulate that, it it gives us this permission to go. You know, stop. And and in fact, it's interesting to me that we're having this conversation and and at this time of year because I decided you know it's it's the holiday season and that's it. You know, in 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 a couple of hours, I'm closing the computer and I'm not opening. Mm-hmm. It for at least a couple mm. of days <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah. yeah yeah and what what I found also was like you know it's it's really like how we do things and um you know when for me I realized when I'm like trying 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 I'm coming from a place of of lack where I feel like I don't have enough and I feel like when I when I operate from that place then what I'm producing from that place is infused with that sense of of lack of not enoughness and even it can come across as desperation if that makes sense and and that's not what I want to put out there so that's also a reason why I learned I was like oh, okay wow maybe this isn't the best way to do it and then I like step back so yeah and mm-hmm. yeah and I just want to pick up on those because there was two points there you know you you were ta- saying before about when the action is not working for you you know it's blocking what wants to flow and I think they're really important points there and then what you just mentioned then about coming from that lack and desperation and not enoughness and you know if you think about that in terms of not only business but Say you're out there and you want to find your partner and you're coming across as this, oh, you know, I, I just want a girlfriend or a boyfriend. And, like, it's, it's, it's sort of repulsive, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great word to describe it, actually. <laughs> it really is. Like, you go on a date and you can just pick up that, like, that sense of, like, desperation or, like, and it's so, it's a, it's a huge turnoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of key points there that I've gotten, like trying equals stuck and mm-hmm. all of that activity and action blocks what wants to flow. And so mm-hmm. we don't want to be coming from this um, energy of lack and desperation and not enough. And so when yeah. you say you step back and you listen, what are we listening for? Mm. For me, um it's funny because, like, you know, we think, like, oh, what are we listening for? But I realize when I try to look for something, that's when it, like, absolutely eludes me. <laughs> so I've learned to simply sit in my quiet 
mm-hmm. and just allow myself to be and to exist. And it's at that place, to me, it's a very sacred moment because this is a moment that um, where I'm not pushing, I'm not looking, I'm not like, I'm not like reaching elsewhere. I'm just bringing it all back, back to where it all started, right? Because I am the source of creativity. I am the source of inspiration. I am the source of any content that's going to come from me. And I, and I just kind of come back to me and I, I just sit here and I allow myself to, um, to feel a sense of peace. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer because my mind is running, running, running. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, eventually it gets there. And when I get to that point, I just feel like, on, honestly, almost even like, like refreshed and like re- so relaxed and um, kind of remember where it all started. And so it's not necessarily like an audible voice that I'm listening for, or I'm like listening for like this direction of what I need to do next, but it's simply just allowing myself to be in the, in the quiet and letting that be okay, you know. Um, so when you say allowing yourself to be in, in the quiet, is that, are you intentionally meditating or are you just sitting and, or, or, or are you doing mm. something like walking or? Um, a lot of times it's like if I'm at a cafe working or if like I'm in the car, like I just take, like I start off with three deep breaths. That's mm-hmm. how, that's what works for me. It's a really easy way for me to bring it back to the present and um, feel myself like where I am, you know, and just allow myself to feel what I'm feeling and um, just see it as feelings, you know. Um, and and then um, sometimes I'll close my eyes if, you know, if my environment allows and I'll just sit there and um really just acknowledged where I am, like the seat that I'm in, the music that's around me, all these things just get really present. And one thing that I've learned for myself that works when I'm having a hard time is like, I mean, it sounds almost cliche, you know, but like for me, it's just a simple like moment of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I just say, thanks, like thanks universe. And thank you, Grace, you know, thank you for being here. You know, and I, I'm so grateful just for the simple health that I can sit here and breathe easily, you know, that my blood is flowing, my body's working on my behalf to, to be here and to, um, to thrive. And so that helps me shift gears really quickly. Yes, and, I, and I've heard that, um, you know, oftentimes, but the way that you say that really resonates there and, um, you know, just the way that you mentioned, like, thank you, Grace, thank you yourself, you know, mm-hmm. that your blood is flowing and your body is working. And, um, yeah, just recently I put my back out and I haven't had pain like that in, gosh, 30-odd years. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you just take for granted being able to get in and out of a car to get up and down mm-hmm. and up the stairs to be able to to sit in a chair and you think wow you know so getting that real sense of gratitude just for the things that are going right in your life I think is really an important tip for people yeah and if I could add one more thing it was like and there's like an element of like self-compassion as well you know because a lot of times when we feel like we're not enough like that's the feeling of not enough is this is a sense of judgment towards ourselves you know that man I'm not doing enough I'm I'm not putting out enough I'm not working hard enough and so we're very very hard on ourselves and I am so hard on myself sometimes um and to be able to sit and like stop like stop taking these actions to compensate you know it it there's an element of self-compassion like just simply letting myself be there like grace like you're okay 
you know, even when you're not, you know, trying to bust your ass, like, trying to do all these things and be superwoman, like, that's okay, like, right where you are, right where you, what you're doing right now, wherever you are, it's, it's okay, and it's good, and, like, that is a practice that, like, I've been, you know, working on for the past years, um, because that's changing my life, you know, um, just learning to, like, give myself space to grow, and, like, room to just expand, like, freely and, like, effortlessly, if that makes sense. Uh, uh, yes, and as you were saying that, I'm almost squirming in my seat and I'm thinking, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I would so love to, to do that, but... <laughs> 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 that's funny <laughs> you can you can do it <laughs> well grace said i can yes you give me because <laughs> sometimes we you have permission, ourselves permission uh -huh. we? <laughs> exactly yeah that's and that's where it all begins sometimes we do need someone else to like be like you can do this you can relax you know but um i think also like it's you know what's very powerful is understanding that we are our own approval that our approval is really all that is necessary for us to even just sit here, you know, and to um, have some compassion on ourselves. Um, so it begins with that, just simple, like, ability, or just embracing and acknowledging that our approval is enough. Yes, and I and again, oh gosh, you're making so many good points here today. It's just uh, incredible, and I know that the people listening to this really need to hear this message today. Um, I was talking with a colleague of mine the other day, and he said, "Oh, I haven't done much productive work today." He said, "I went to the gym and I did that this morning," and he said, "And then I went home and sat and watched a movie, and then I've gone back to the gym and I'm talking <laughs> to my nutritionist." And he said, "Oh, I did take one phone call from the <laughs> partner and answered that," and he said, "Oh," and I said, "Gee, you know, it's, it sounds like you feel like because he was talking then about earning his his income." And I said, it sounds like you feel like you have to be doing something in order to earn it rather than to have the knowledge to be able to solve the, the problem. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm hearing from you today is, is really giving ourselves the, the approval that, you know, we are okay and it is all right to, to sit and to get into that space and to have compassion for ourselves. And the other um comment that you said that I really took notice was stop taking action to compensate. I think that's a really important point. Yeah. I mean, I think I really realized that because I felt like all the action that I had been doing was like trying to like push a boulder up like a mountain and it just was not, it just didn't fit. It just wasn't like working for me, you know? Okay. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah. And so but I, I learned that by force. Like there was, it just was, yeah, it just was not working for me. But I want to mention, you know, like, you know, um, you mentioned your friend who was, you know, I did, you know, I went to the gym and then I did this. I just didn't feel very productive. But it's like even that, right, if we can shift the perspective on that and say, wow, you went to the gym twice and you're talking to your nutritionist, this means that you really care about your health. And that's really important, like your body and how it functions and your ability to move and ability to, to go out and to do things in the world. It really depends on your health. And so you can take it like that and, and say that is a very productive day if you are taking care of yourself, if you're making sure that you can function at your highest ability. Yes, and um, and I think that's a good point for us to, excuse me, stop and have a, a break. But just to add to that too, I read somewhere 
where um, the really rich and successful and famous people have said the the biggest thing that you need if you're going to be a millionaire is to be healthy. And so I think mm. that's a great way that you've reframed that because, yeah, as you say, it is a very productive day because uh, for a lot of our listeners, when we get into that busy, busy, busy mode, the mm -hmm. first thing that goes is our exercise yeah. regime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, let's have a break and listeners stay back. We're going to look at a couple of different ways now that you can start to get in touch with your inspiration. We're talking with Grace Kim. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal business lifestyle. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Jess Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and we're talking today with founder of my superlative, Grace Kim. And it's really a timing thing for me. We're at the end of the year. We're about to start the new year. And for many of us, we'll be looking at, well, what will this new year bring? And Grace is reminding us to actually stop and take a breath. Now, if you heard in the last, um, before the commercial break, a little timer went off. Now, that wasn't my timer. And Grace was apologising to me in the break saying, oh, you know, I'm so sorry about the timer. But Grace, go ahead and tell, tell our listeners what that timer actually was, what the alarm was for. <laughs> It's, um, I have a few timers throughout the day that um, remind me to take three deep breaths. So, and that, like I mentioned earlier, that's what helps me kind of, you know, center myself. Wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, once I hear that timer, um, I turn it off and I just do it, you know, no matter what I'm doing. And that is, it just changes, you know, my perspective throughout the day. So that's what that was. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a wonderful strategy. And I, and I love that you're so structured about that. Many of us would think about that, but not many of us would actually take the action to actually set the timer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, you know, I've tried in the past too, like thinking, oh, this is very important. And I just never did it. But I realized that it's like a matter of like, of life for me. Like if, if I really want to like, like kind of drop into myself, like throughout the entire day, you know, uh, really be present. Like I, I realize I can't depend on myself to, to do that for myself. So I just enlist some tools to remind me and it's been working well so far. Mm -hmm. Except for like, you know, when it comes on during an interview. 
<laughs> well, good, good that you're doing it. I, I, I think that, you know, that's just so inspirational. And um, we were talking before about how people do things differently, you know, whatever it takes to, to get us into that quiet, creative, listening stillness. And, you know, many of us are, are similar, but but can be slightly different. So we've got some suggestions on what you know of other people do, you know, to, to get them. So you've got the you've got the timer and you take three deep breaths and you really get into the presence of your feelings. Um, what yeah. do what do other people do? Well, I know some people I asked my friend and she um, takes walks. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes um, she, it, like inspiration comes through when she's journaling, when she's on her own, comes through in conversations. Um, it comes through, you know, when she's reading a book and, and, you know, for me, like sometimes it comes, a lot of times it comes through when I'm working out or I'm, I'm running, you know, I'm like sweating and like, I have barely even like breath inside of me. And I think the fundamental thing is like, we can all do different things, but fundamentally it's when we let go, you know, like when my friend is walking, like she's just walking and enjoying her stroll, you know, letting her mind wander when she's reading a book, she's in the book. She wants to learn from the book when she's having a conversation. Like she's not thinking like, oh, my God, what content can I get out of this? She's just thoroughly enjoying the conversation and engaging. And for me, like as I engage my body and I just let go of like physically let go and uh, mentally let go, like I clear my mind. And I think it's in that space of just like, again, that stillness, you know, again, that um just allowing yourself to be, you know, instead of like trying, um, that's where like, I feel like, um, like the inspiration comes through. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just, there's just diff all different processes, but I think fundamentally it's like whatever allows us to, to let ourselves go a little bit. Yes. And, and for me, there's a couple of things. I really like to take a long shower. And, and mm -hmm. so when I'm staying with people, it's like, oh, you know, I've got to, I've got to get in. I've got to get washed. I've got to get out. But no, you know, I want to stand here and let yeah. them run over me. And I, you know, and I just stand there and just, as you say, I just get into it. I just love it. And, and you know, shower ideas will come up. Uh, that's good. Yeah. That too. You're absolutely right. Yeah. For me too. It's like a place where you don't think about anything else. You don't need to. You're just there to shower. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And there's about the water, you know, as it just as it just mm. sort of flows over you. And um, yeah. and another one for me is going to the beach and just uh, I can just sit there and look at it, or I love to walk along the sand. And you know, it took me. We we're talking about giving ourselves permission. It took me a long time to be able to say, Shirley, it's okay to just dawdle along the, the shoreline and put your feet in the water. You know, you know, I don't have to go there and power walk up and down the beach for exercise. <laughs> I totally understand that because I'm a I'm like a super ocean person too and I live like 30 minutes from the ocean with no traffic and I just find myself going there all the time like at night and like in the winter when it's cold and foggy and there's something there and I and I have to give myself permission too like Grace it's okay if you find yourself going here like let your let it go now stop trying stop yeah. trying and there I find a lot of peace as well. So, wow, yeah, I yeah. totally understand that, yeah. And that just reminds me of um, another mentor that I, I had and um, one time I was talking to her about all these things that weren't working for me and, you know, like you say, trying, trying, trying. And she said, Shirley, your job is to feel good. And she said, what makes you feel good? And I said, going to the beach. I love just being by the ocean. And she said, so do that. 
oh, but I've got all of this to do, blah, blah, blah. And she said, it doesn't have to be related to the topic. And it was like, oh, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. I really like what she said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's your job to feel good. Wow. I like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So true. Yeah, and and so listening to you there, Grace, um, it, it sounds like what you've learned is to um, be comfortable with yourself to to basically break rules, you know. So here you grew up with all of these <laughs> rules, and and this is the way life's going to be, and you said, no, nah, I don't think so, not for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, and, and then being comfortable with that. And um, and so what I'm hearing from that there is there's a great deal of self-awareness, you know, and the self-awareness is a big part of the solution. And so, you know, what what other things have you learned about yourself that you're now okay with that previously you might have thought, oh, you know, this is me but I can't really be like that? <laughs> oh, man, what else have I learned? Um, I think just the biggest thing is like, I think I'm still learning about myself, you know, but I think the biggest thing is like uh, knowing that I don't know everything about myself. So I am way more compassionate. Like I let myself be weird sometimes or like, you know, um, go wild. You know, there are times when, you know, if I'm in the car with my brother, like I'll roll the windows down and like I'll like yell out, you know, I'm like, today is such a beautiful day. And I just (laughs) let myself do that. You know, like it's okay. Like it's, like, I just feel like I want to give myself the space. I feel like the world is giving me the space. The universe says, Grace, like, who are you? You know, how do you want to show up in this world? And I've just been, like, following all the rules, like, thinking that this is it, that these are my limitations. And I'm, I'm just learning that, like, maybe maybe the rules are there. And this is a cliche, maybe. It's like, it's, I've heard it many times, but maybe the rules are there to kind of give me a structure that I can break out of. You know, like rules are not necessarily a bad thing, but it's something that can create like a structure that I realize, no, I don't like that. No, I like this, you know, and I, so I think for me, it's like really um, learning to give myself that space, like learning to give half like compassion for myself mm-hmm. in whatever way that looks. Yeah. And I and I think to listening to you there, like we have a, a bit of a structure for the radio show for the interview, yeah. and yet within that we're free to go where wherever the conversation takes us. And yeah, and I yeah. and I, I've found um, for for myself over the years, it's it's the structure that actually gives me the flexibility to be spontaneous. Mm. And I know that exactly. that sounds weird, but you know it's one way that I explain it is if I've got in my you would call it a closet we'll call it a wardrobe I've got all of my mm-hmm. clothes and if they're already washed and pressed and right. hanging up ready to go if somebody says would you like to go out for dinner tonight and it's you know dress ups great I've got something to wear or hey we're going on the sailing boat put your shoes on and, and uh, sorry not your shoes your shorts and your swimmers <laughs> and um, and I can go great you know but yeah. it's because I've got that structure there and exactly. uh, yeah, what I'm hearing from you there is what you've learned about yourself is that having the structure enables you really to sort of push the boundaries for yourself and go, well, yeah, yeah where is it that I want to go and, um, and yeah. how do I want to show up in the world? And, you know, again, a couple mm-hmm. of points that we're getting from you today is to give yourself permission and to have compassion for, for yourself mm-hmm. as you learn about yourself. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think for me, I struggled, you know, with the whole rule rule breaking thing, thinking like, oh my gosh, these rules are out here to contain me. And I I just had this like really rebellious streak where I just was so angry, um, you know, and I just felt like you know, the world was against me. And I, I learned to change that perspective and think, you know, um, I don't need to see it like that. Like, they're just guidelines, you know, and I, they're guidelines so I can choose what fits and what doesn't. And then just kind of branching out, like allowing myself to explore myself without, without that like rebellion, that without like defiance, you know, that kind of anger, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, that was really important for me to realize about myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, and I think um, for a lot of us as we're younger, like I, I was pretty feisty as a, as a younger person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could I can imagine that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and, me, and for me I grew up, you know, my mother was always telling me what to do and how to do it. And I like you, I rebelled against it. It's like don't tell me and uh, you know, just Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but the point that you make is that we don't need to be angry about it. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a lot more graceful process, and we just you know like it is. We see the rules, we get it. You guys are guidelines to help, and then but if it doesn't serve me, it doesn't. If it doesn't keep me happy, then I will find a different way, and that's okay too. Yes, so, and and so yeah. I'm finding I'm li- listening to you there, and um, the point that I'm hearing you is that you're really in touch with how you're feeling you know, that um, am I feeling happy, am I feeling joyful? And it's um, I'm finding it hard to explain this myself, that the message that I'm getting from you there is that life doesn't have to be this struggle and that it mm. is it, not only is it okay for us to, to want those feelings of being happy and joyful, but really that is our purpose. And so if mm. we're not feeling them, then that's where what I'm hearing from you is that we really need to take a look at what we're doing, give ourselves the mm. permission and have the compassion to actually step into changing it. That's yeah, right. that's very much it. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely I grew up all my life thinking, oh, feeling bad is part of life, you know, like feeling burdened is a part of life. But I think the more I just, you know, search for truth and search for, you know, who I am, you know, what I align with and what aligns with me, I'm finding that I feel like we're meant for so much more. We're meant for, we are meant for joy, we are meant for freedom, and we are meant for happiness. You know, like really true, like deep down happiness and like our emotions, I feel like, tell us, or they're our guidance system. You know, they mm-hmm. let us know what, what, what works and what doesn't. And um, it, it takes courage to really um, take that into consideration and act upon that. But definitely, I, everything that you said, I'm on board with. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, we're, we're coming up to our last break. Um, let's explore that a little bit more when we come back. And let's talk about what we mean by inspired action, because we've talked about the busyness of taking action just for the sake of it and trying too hard, which equals being stuck. So stay with us and we'll be right back. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand or your business? Just Todd says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. 
He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal business lifestyle. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. And we've been talking with founder of My Superlative, Grace Kim, and we've been having a wonderful conversation today to inspire you that your life is meant to be joyful and happy. And if it's not, then as Grace says, that's your emotions showing you as a guidepost, you know, that maybe things need to change. And, of course, we recognise that that takes a lot of courage Grace is here to inspire you, to give you that courage because she's been through that. You know, she's, as Grace said in the beginning, it was the risk of not changing that was worse for her than the risk of what if I change. And Grace, as we talked, uh, you mentioned earlier about taking inspired action. So can we talk more about that, please? What is inspired action and why is it so important? For me, I feel inspired action is what, truly flows effortlessly you know in those moments where um and it can usually for me it happens when i'm not trying where honestly like my mind isn't on something and it's just on the process of life just happening and our allowing our our participation in it is not necessarily us doing anything our participation in inspired action is allowing the inspiration to come out and i feel like this is so important because each person brings something different into this world, you know, the, we all have different perspectives, we all have different gifts and talents, and we will speak to d- people differently, people will understand and perceive, receive us, each of us differently, and it's almost our, you know, our life obligation to show up as we are and to allow life, you know, to flow from us in the way that only we can do, you know, mm-hmm. it's, and um, yeah, so that's what, that's what I consider inspired action, and it comes, it just, Every person experiences it differently, and it will always the results will always look different. But when you when you feel it, you know, you know, you know that you're you're in the flow. You know that you know you're on, and yeah, <laughs> that's what that means to me. Yeah, and and I think also it's um, from my experience, it's also about taking advantage of the opportunities. So so when we're on, as we say, and you know mm-hmm. we're on target, we're on mission, we're on purpose and we get these opportunities, then it's an easy thing to say yes and to take it. And I think for some people, I really want to encourage them to to go for that. You know, sometimes, again, we won't give ourselves permission and we'll hold ourselves back. Um, But like the interview today, for example, we had a chat earlier today to talk about 
uh, and prepare what we were going to be talking for the topic. And then it just worked out that, you know, we were able to get back together again to, to actually record the interview. And, you know, you were able to say yes. And I think that that's a really important part of taking the inspired action as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like that inspired action, it just like when the opportunity comes up, like you said, it's just jumping in, you know, like in the past when I was a lot more scared, I would have been thinking of all these factors like, oh, my God, I'm not prepared enough, not good enough and all these things. But, you know, um, I just allow life to take me. And if this opportunity comes up, then I'm willing to take it. Um, I'm willing to let flow what is happening. And I want to jump in and, and um, participate in that. So, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And and I know recently you've also uh, accepted some speaking gigs. And so when when you're looking for your speaking opportunities and your interview opportunities, who are the people that you really want to be in front of? You know, who are the people that really need to hear your message? Mm. Um. I really have a heart for like the young working professionals, like in their 20s and 30s that are working um, in corporate or whatnot, just working full time and just they feel, they might feel disillusioned or feel like they're going through a core life crisis, you know, and I just want to share a message of like hope and courage and um, of peace and joy. And that sounds really like woo and fluffy, but I feel like essentially we all look for these things and we may look for it you know, through like money or relationships. But um, I, I feel like it's a generation that is seeking something more. And um, and I'm also, you know, uh, reaching out to universities to get in front of students, you know, who may be questioning, you know, their life path and what they want to do. So um, I want to share my message there as well. Mm -hmm. And from yeah. my, my perspective, uh, looking at the American culture, you know, as an Australian, there seems yeah. to be a, a very big emphasis on going to college and graduating. Um, and, and it almost seems from my perspective, like it doesn't matter what, just get that piece of paper. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me personally, I... I like fall into the category of exactly that. Like I didn't know why I was there, which is why it took me a little bit longer. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely that kind of stigma and, and expectation, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think you're you're right on point with that. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. I, I I just want to pick up on another point that you made too, and that is that it's it's really about. Um, showing up in the way that only we can do and again that comes back to this uh, thing of self-awareness you know where we get to know ourselves and understand you know it's um it took me a long time to understand intellectually that I was meant to teach and even through mm. the radio show I teach because yeah. I bring on experts like you who right. can put mm -hmm. forward information and give people a different perspective. Um, as a three-year-old I would stand with all of my dollies and, and write ah. on the blackboard. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah. And so, you know, once we become aware of it, then as you're giving people the courage and the inspiration is to actually go for it. You know, it, it, yeah. it, is, it is taking that action towards it. Yeah. yeah. And, and so um, talking of action, so where to mm -hmm. from here for Grace Kim? Where is your mission taking you? What's your vision? Um, I would say my vision is to see people um, 
align with themselves and to be able to connect with their inner wisdom, you know, and to feel empowered in that um, and to move move through life like in in that sense of empowerment. And so from here, I'm just continuously putting myself out there. I'm sharing this message. Um, I'm, I, I want to share what I have found for myself, what is working. Um, and I do that through coaching. I do that through speaking engagements, interviews. Um, yeah, to just reach as many people as I can who, who want to receive it, who you know, are ready to hear it. And if you want to find out more about Grace Kim, you can go to her website at mysuperlative.com. That's mysuperlative.com. Well, it's a fantastic message and I think it's one that we all need to hear. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, I want to encourage our listeners too. It's never too late. You know, I think mm. about... Um, uh, Ray Kroc and McDonald's and mm -hmm. I think about Colonel Sanders with the Kentucky Fried Chicken and mm -hmm. you know it's never too late so you know if you're finding that you're feeling these feelings of not being fulfilled and you're doing the work just to bring home the money the bacon as they mm -hmm. say then you yeah. know take a leaf out of your book Grace and um, really do something about that because uh, it doesn't get any better does it? <laughs> yeah and I also want to encourage though like you know it doesn't always have to be this drastic step and we don't have to hate where we're at it's just that you know just to be aware of like if there's a sense of like dissatisfaction just to be aware of that and to question it and wonder about it and then you know we can take small baby steps and remember it's like it's all about that self-compassion I feel like that is really like the magic potion to helping us really grow and move um move freely you know and not like beating on ourselves like oh my gosh I'm at a job that I hate like what's going wrong with me you know but again to just stop for a second and and to like drop back into um drop back into our inner wisdom and and allow ourselves to let flow what will flow if given the freedom so mm -hmm. yeah I just want to add that all right, well, that's a really good point to finish with is to allow ourselves to let flow what's coming. And, you know, and as I think about that and reflect on that, my husband is really into art and, um, and you know, I've been encouraging him lately to go and join an art class and, and learn to paint mm. or to draw. And, yeah, you know, he doesn't have to be the next Picasso, but just to allow <laughs> that to flow. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Grace, um, we're at that time now. Listeners, I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, I'm sure that you're as impressed as I am with um, this amazing young woman, Grace Kim, that we've been talking to today. Um, Grace, thanks so much for sharing with us today. You and your story and the work you're doing is so inspirational. It reminds us all that we do have a purpose and that life is meant to be enjoyable if only we would give ourselves permission to follow our path as you have. Yeah, thank you so much, Shirley. I really appreciate this opportunity to share, and I just had a blast. You were amazing, so thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, you're very welcome. I enjoy it. So, listeners, I trust you learned to much today as well, and as always, I encourage you to follow your path as Grace did so that you too can reclaim your freedom and continue to create your ideal business lifestyle. <laughs> Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next week for an inspirational and educational edition. Until then, be sure to implement what you've learned today to create your ideal business lifestyle. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here for the next show.